Hello, and welcome to the Treasures of Truth podcast with Dr. Jeremy Simpson of the Thanks to Calvary Baptist Church in Elkin, North Carolina. We hope that you enjoy the podcast today as we search together in the precious Word of God. Welcome to Treasures of Truth podcast, Brother Jeremy. I um, appreciate you tuning in today. Thank you for being a listener on the Treasures of Truth podcast. And I'm been, I've been in the book of Isaiah, uh, chapter number 45 and verse number 22, where the Bible says, Look unto me and be ye saved all the ends of the earth. And I've been talking about the salvation we have and the simplicity of it, how simple our salvation is. The simplicity of salvation. Salvation plain and simple. And we talked about the source of salvation found in this verse. Me, look unto me. We talked about the scope of salvation. All the ends of the earth. And then we talked about the simplicity of salvation. Look. But I want to talk today about the security of salvation. And be ye saved. The Bible says here that those that look to the Lord will be saved. It's a simple word. It just means to be rescued from harm, danger. An unsaved person who hears that word tends to think someone pulled from a burning building or from a wrecked car or being rescued from drowning. And those are valid uses of the word saved in the physical realm. But this word here is in the spiritual realm. The spiritual realm is no different than that because when a person looks to Jesus, they're saved from the wages of sin. The wages of sin is death. And by definition, salvation is eternal. There is security. To save someone means to be successful in bringing them out of danger. Now, there's a lot of words in the English language that are important. Two words that are hardest to say is, I'm sorry. <laughs> and the two words that are most delightful to say is check enclosed. I love that. Don't you love it when you see an envelope and you read check enclosed? But the greatest, most emphatic, most dynamic single word in the English language may be salvation. It's a word I believe we can rejoice over. I believe it's a word you can be encouraged over. And it's, um, it's a simple word, but it's a securing word. You know, salvation is, is by definition eternal. You know, we see a lot of great words in the Bible, but man, the greatest word may be salvation. I mean, I, I think finished is my favorite word in the Bible. But, you know, there's a lot of myths about salvation, a lot of man-made ideas about salvation. Uh, you know, it's, it, but salvation's not education or church membership or good works or baptism or keeping the law, living by the golden rule, tithing, confirmation, being sincere, just believing. No. Salvation, here's the meaning. Here's, here's the definition. The word salvation, saved, here's, it, it, the meaning is amazing. This is, the, this is the definition. An outside source, something on the outside, that affects successfully the full delivery of someone from impending danger. I don't know if you got all that, so I'm going to read it again. An outside source that affects successfully the full delivery of someone from impending danger. 
Now, the word salvation, we're talking about the security of it. It carries two implications. Number one, it carries somebody needs saving. And it carries the idea somebody must be willing to save. And somebody does need saving. Mankind needs saving. Mankind's like Peter. We're sinking in the depths of the sea of sin. A saved man doesn't need saving. you got to get lost before you can get saved. Only a sick man needs a doctor. Only a drowning man needs a rope. Only an accused man needs a lawyer. Only a thirsty man needs water. Only a hungry man needs bread. Only a cold man needs to be clothed. To get saved, you got to know you need to get saved. Nobody will ever get saved until they realize they're entirely, completely, and hopelessly lost. Boy, that's a terrible word, ain't it? Lost is a terrible word. I've heard people say, I've lost my fortune. I've lost my health. I've lost my mind. I've lost my character. I've lost my reputation. But the worst is a sinner. I've lost my eternal life. Lost. What a dark word. And the Bible teaches we're lost from birth. And the Bible teaches we're lost and getting worse. Lost by nature. Lost without hope. So there ain't nothing like being lost. So it, salvation implies somebody needs saving, and then it implies somebody's willing to save. Got to be able to save. It's impossible for a person to have a desire, or it is possible for a person to have a desire to save someone and not have the ability to save that individual. I've seen doctors with frustration walk away from a bedside knowing they did all they could but could not save the patient. A man watching somebody drown may want to save the person, but may not be able to do so. I'm glad Jesus is willing and able. He's got to be able, but he's got to be willing. It's possible for a man to have the ability to save, but not have the desire to save. You know, people that have the ability, but don't have the desire. A man in 1978 had a rare uh, disease and needed a blood transfusion, and he died. You know what the tragedy of the story is? That one of his own relatives possessed that rare type of blood and could have easily donated some, but for whatever reason didn't. He had the ability to save, but he didn't have the willingness to save. But notice this definition, because we're talking about the security. An outside source that affects successfully the full delivery of someone from impending danger. Full delivery. Anything other than eternal salvation is not salvation at all. Oh, that's right. Anything other than eternal salvation is not salvation at all. Let's just say someone is drowning in the lake and you throw them a rope. They're 100 feet out. You throw a rope out there and you get them and you pull them 50 feet. You pull them 50 feet. They're 50 feet from where they were. They're 50 feet from the shoreline and you let go of the rope and they drown. Did you save them? Absolutely not. You might have pulled them 50 feet, but if you let the rope go and did not get them the other 50 feet, you never saved them to start with. Salvation means the full delivery. And if Jesus saved someone, like some denominations say, for five years, but then lets go of the rope, he didn't save them at all. Salvation, by definition, is eternal. We are secure in this salvation. One of my favorite verses is Hebrews 7, 25. He is able also to save them to the uttermost that come unto God by him, seeing he ever liveth to make intercession for, for us. He's able 
Not the church, not clean living, not prayer, not our strength. He is able. Look unto me. He is able. He is able. So you got he that comes to God must believe that he is able. He's the great I am. He's the ever-present help. He is able to save. He is able to save to the uttermost an outside source that affects successfully the full delivery of someone from impending danger. He is able. When you Listen, when you say, I need to be saved, you are saying you're in danger. And sin puts us in danger. Sin wrecked us. Sin afflicted us. Sin condemned us. But he is able. He's able to save murderers like Paul. He is able to save drunkards like Noah. He's able to save harlots like Rahab. He's able to save cussers like Simon Peter. He's able to save thieves like Matthew and adulterers like David and and doubters like Thomas. Is there anybody that can say Jesus is not able? I can testify he's able. He's able to save from the liquor bottle. He's able to save from pornography. He's able to save from religion. He's able to save off the bar stool, off the church pew, from the rich house, from the poor house. He's able to save from the drunkard's home. He's able to save from the preacher's home. He's able to save the red, the yellow, the black, and the white. He has the power to save. The security of our salvation It's simple, y'all. Salvation, plain and simple. To save someone means to be successful in bringing that person out of danger. Most religions, or some religions, many religions and denominations, tell us that looking to Jesus only puts a person in position to be saved. But then after that, they have to live right, never mess up. They have to walk the chalk line. You slip up, it'll cost you. And that'll be your road back to hell. Salvation is based on the Lord Jesus. It's not a right for you to go out and live the way you want to. I believe whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. See, I believe once saved, always saved. But I also believe once a son, always a son. And we're not saved by not messing up. We're saved. We're not saved by being good people. We're saved by looking to Jesus. And if you're still in danger of being lost then you have never been saved. You listen to what I'm going to say. I will be in heaven because I'm saved. I will be saved five years from now. I will be saved 10 years from now. I will be saved 100 years from now. Oh, preacher, that's awful arrogant. No, but I can guarantee you I'm saved. I can guarantee you I will be in heaven because salvation is so simple. It's not in me. I looked to Jesus. Look unto me. If Jesus said, look unto me, then do this and do that and don't do this and don't do that, and you can be saved, that's not what the Bible says. Look unto me and be saved, all the ends of the earth. Real salvation, plain and simple, is absolute and eternal deliverance from the danger and penalty of sin. I can tell you I will be saved a hundred years from now because Jesus made the promise, I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish. I give unto them eternal life 
and they shall never perish. The source of salvation, me. Look unto me. The scope of salvation, all the ends of the earth. The simplicity of salvation, look. And the security of salvation, and be ye saved. Salvation, plain and simple. Let's go out today and tell somebody about it. You're the salt of the earth. You're the light of the world. Go out today and make a difference. The world is dirty and dark, and it needs you. If you're listening to this in the evening, plan on purpose. I'm getting up tomorrow. I'm going to pray, read my Bible, get filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm going to go out and win somebody to God. And until the next Treasures of Truth podcast, God bless you.